0: All right, who wants to murder this fucking kid? We're talking Pete's Dragon on today's. We're not affiliated with Netflix. Welcome to Kidflix, the podcast for adults trying to definitively rank every kids movie ever made. I'm your host Ross Wiseman, and this show is not for kids, so turn this off and threaten a child. My guest today, um, hope she doesn't threaten childs. Children is the plural for child. I just learned that now. Um, uh, you can see her as part of uh the uh Philadelphia-based improv group, the N Crowd alongside me. Uh you can also see her on Twitch uh with her channel, Letitia Like Patricia, and she is a creative voice. Give it up for Letitia Valoria. Hey Letitia.
1: Hello. Hello. Thank you Thank
0: for you having so- me. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for coming on. Um, uh, wow. I'm just excited to finally have uh, somebody who's described as creative on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're talking about uh, the 1977 Disney film, Peace Dragon. And I believe when um, we were texting about this, this was, this was like pretty much your first and only choice. What's your connection to this movie?
1: Uh so I remember it just very slightly when I was little and then I rewatched it as an adult and I could not believe that I forgot about this movie. Um also one of my favorite villains it's got one of my favorite villains uh just just the amazing just so obviously a villain but so obviously like wrong and just everything messes up for him kind of kind of villain is just one of my favorite Mm -hmm. things
0: yeah like we're talking about uh dr terminus
1: (laughs) that's right
0: (laughs) his name is dr terminus like Um, it's a classic story ripped uh, from the pages of Bye Bye Birdie, which is a con man comes to town and swindles people out of money and then tries to get a dragon, uh, to make actual elixirs. So almost interestingly, he almost has good intentions of like, oh, I want to actually sell medicine, but then, um, he decides to, uh, you know, classic story, uh, give an escaped boy back to the family of a uh, hill people that bought him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then also there's a lot of drunks. Like this town is just filled to the brim with drunks.
1: So yeah, a lot.
0: Yeah. So what, so this was, this was like one of your go-to movies as a kid then.
1: I remember it so much as a kid. Um, like the idea of, not being understood and the idea of like also like from both viewpoints like not only from the kid of feeling not not understood but also from the dragon of being like i just want to help out and every time i turn around and knock something over yeah like, i'm just trying to help
0: <laughs> and like i'm sure you could relate to losing a fiance out at sea for a year yeah <laughs>
1: All the plot. The whole yeah, that's plot of this movie.
0: <laughs> so I gleamed from um, Wikipedia that there were several cuts of this movie. Like, they made uh, a version that was, like, two hours. They made one that was, like, an hour and a half. It, it, they They just, like, kept changing things around. And the version on Disney Plus is, I think, two hours and ten minutes. They, like... Very much could have trimmed some of the fat because like I I kind of agree with you that there is good lessons at the core of this, but it gets bogged down by so many songs that are five minutes long and are just repeating the same thing over and over again.
1: It's interesting because now I'm trying to wonder whether that's the one that I saw, whether I saw a shorter one, because I don't I don't know that I remember it being over two hours.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. So um, uh, according to Wikipedia, um, the original film that premiered in theaters was 134 minutes. So that's, I believe, the version that's on Disney+. Plus. Okay. Uh, the general release, it was edited down to 121 minutes, so two hours almost on the dot. And then it was shortened uh, in a re-release in the mid-80s, and that was only 104 minutes. So... A full half hour cut out of the movie which i think would really have helped and i wouldn't be surprised if that's the one that you saw because interestingly enough uh pete's dragon is i believe one of the first if not the first um disney movie to be released on vhs and to be available in like rental stores
1: oh yeah okay
0: surprise <laughs> wow so, very monumental.
1: Uh, I'm not going to lie. It sounds like you're very upset about <laughs> having
0: watched this. I'm not upset. I'm just disappointed. And it's more so, okay. So, peek behind the curtains. Uh, so, today, I have to go to sleep at around 7.30 p.m. Because I have to wake up at 1.30 a.m. for uh, my shift at work. Mm. So... Me, not having any coffee, I had like a very light breakfast, and sitting down at 10 in the morning to watch two hours and 10 minutes of the Disney 1977 film, Peach Dragon. <laughs> Maybe I was I was setting myself up for failure, but um, I I certainly gave this movie a chance, and I didn't hate it. I'll say that up front. I don't like it,
1: <laughs> but
0: I don't hate it. And there's, that's my promise to you.
1: There's pretty heavy themes of of just kidnapping children. Um, and just like, nobody's right here. Like, nobody, <laughs> nobody's right. Like, even the people who eventually rescue him. Still, like, how'd you even get him? Are you even supposed to have
0: him? What, you're <laughs> telling me that uh, Nora and what's the d- mickey rooney's name like it's uh, like squeaky or something it's a very weird name
1: yeah yeah like uh lanky or squeaky yeah <laughs> yeah
0: lampy is his name
1: lampy that's right
0: so nora and lampy don't formally adopt pete but they just kind of say do you want to stay with us and he says yes and uh then they sing uh, another very long song called brazzle dazzle day it gets reprised don't worry uh and that's the extent of it there's also no clue as to where pete came from like yeah. you would think this would be classic disney that nora or lampy is somehow a biological relative of pete and that's the whole like haha ha sure you have that thing that got burnt up that little contract but he's blood so he's staying with us right um but they don't
1: No, at all they're just they're just passing around a kid this this whole movie um and yeah and every single person who's doing it is in the wrong nobody's nobody's nobody should actually have this kid
0: (laughs) honestly not even elliot should have this kid pete should he needs to figure out his own stuff, <laughs> and you know we don't want to blame him because he's clearly been through a lot. Because when we first meet him in the movie, he is uh, drenched in filth and escaping uh, these hill people. Oh I uh, and wh- the wildest reveal in this movie is so late on when they explain that the name the, the name of these family, it, they're like the Gogans. The Gogans is their name, <laughs> and I'm like, "What goblin name is that?" I
1: messed
0: up. <laughs> Gogan is the name of a dragon, not Elliot.
1: Yeah, that's. Yeah, maybe they they switched them up by mistake. <laughs>
0: You're like, oh, crap. Well, we're not gonna reshoot that take. This film costs nine thousand dollars a second, or whatever. Um. <laughs> But yeah, so the the whole movie basically and like I also went in knowing nothing. I know that this is like a classic. The only thing that I knew about Pete's Dragon is that that song, like the the happiest home in these hills where the four hill people are threatening to murder him. Oh. Uh, and I also knew that it got remade and everybody was like, Okay. Cause it was twenty sixteen and they were like, This is okay, yeah, sure, let's do this property again. Um, yeah. But yeah, I guess I didn't know what to expect when I started watching it, but uh, yeah, so Pete and his dragon, uh, Elliot, escape this family and this like farm th- that he is forced to work on, and he goes into the small town of Passamaquoddy. Pa- yeah. P- I just heard this movie, and they said it 900 times, and I still don't think that that's the right name. Passamaquoddy?
1: You actually said it completely right.
0: Wow. Okay,
1: great. That I'm was very happy. very impressive. I was like, oh, snap. First try. It's <laughs> written down
0: in my notes at least three times. Uh,
1: That's pretty, yeah.
0: And, like, it's one of those small towns that could only exist on the universal backlot. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, this, this is, like, Star's Hollow and, like, part of the Friends set just pushed together. <laughs> um, and it's just, like... I guess what happens in this movie is that the townsfolk hate Pete because of the mischief that him and his dragon bring, and right. then this witch doctor—not even a witch doctor—he's just like a, a scammer comes to yeah, town.
1: The snake oil salesman. snake
0: oil salesman. That's 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 a much better term. Uh, <laughs> comes to town and is just like okay, here here's fake medicine. Yeah, like. I I know that I've talked about this a lot on the podcast in the past, but what I always find fascinating about these like 70s uh, Disney movies, because this is the decade after Walt Disney died Mm -hmm. and they just kind of don't know totally what to do. And so they just have these really overly long movies where there are so many subplots and things move glacially slow. Oh my Uh, gosh. Yeah. And it's delightful, but at the same time, not to be like a a millennial with a short attention span, but like there's stuff there's stuff that we don't need <laughs> yes. we don't need two dance numbers about a drunk guy seeing a dragon,
1: yeah, two I thought it was just what no yeah what well,
0: gets reprised at the end and then there's also there's also a weird there's two. <laughs> A song that Nora sings on her own where she's singing to her husband thats or her fiancé that's lost at sea. Yeah. Uh, and then there's also a, a really condescending song called There's Room for Everyone where all of the school t- children sing to the men on the docks that like, hey, don't be mean to this f- dragon that might be in town. Everybody has a room here. And they're just, like, covered in mud and all the kids are, like, skipping and dancing.
1: Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I don't remember that song. That is interesting.
0: Because it's not a good song. It's (laughs) a a critic when this movie came out was, like, uh, gave a lot of critique that that's the there's only one song in this movie that, like, actually features children and also all of them are white.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
0: But interesting that in 1977 a critic like pointed something out like that, because I would not have guessed. Yeah. <laughs> but what about you? I feel like I've been talking a lot. So what what kind of parts of this movie stick out to you? Because you kind of talked a little bit about the uh, message of kind of feeling like an outsider and feeling like, uh, oh, nothing I'm doing is going right at all.
1: Yeah. Uh yeah. Uh, I also, I'm, I think I'm realizing that it was because like, I grew up, uh, pretty poor that I was like, look at this dirty kid. (laughs) like (laughs) I "I could be this dirty kid. I'm like this dirty kid. Um, maybe. (laughs) Um, there was some of that also, um, I think the villain songs are my favorite, my absolute favorite in the entire, like when he's trying to pronounce Passamaquoddy, that's one. Then the mm-hmm. other one is when he's just looking through a book of different dragon parts. <laughs> and the, like, there's this part of me that just like can't get over how they're like singing, but then they'll turn a page and both get really excited about the next thing and be like, <gasps> And dragon eyes. <laughs> and it's just like that. The little things like that are are what I really love. It's just like how I love a good like villain duo um, that work real well together.
0: Yeah. No, like it's they have a full routine. Like you're talking about that uh, Passamaquoddy song, yes. which is uh, the villain Dr. Terminus and his uh, assistant hoagie. Uh, they they have like a whole routine where it's like yeah 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 like I can cure all your ills and then uh, Dr. Terminus is like I can do anything and then Hoagie dresses up as different people and yeah. like fakes being cured and it's this yeah. whole rigmarole um, and that was a good song I think the lesser villain song though not even that uh, uh actually I think it's later on because that dragon song that they sing is super long because it Divulge, diverges oh, yeah. into Just really them funny. talking about money yeah. And it's just over and over again They say like pounds by the pounds And cash and francs And euros or whatever Like,
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Also you have one dragon Like it's not You found all the dragons Right <laughs> But during that song I was like oh this is when I can like Heat up my lunch or something Is right here <laughs>
1: Right, you're like I got, I got the point. Of yeah, to come back, they're still gonna be talking about it, so it's fine.
0: Yeah, and like, it's also really I'm I got deja vu watching this movie because this is very similar uh, to another movie that we reviewed uh, on this podcast not that long ago. We reviewed the 1959 Disney film *Darby O'Gill and the Little People*. Well, that movie, it's equally as interminably long and it's a similar premise of a drunk man stumbles onto a magical creature is scared by it and eventually learns to love and respect it um and almost a similar song where darby o'gill in this movie i i believe has a song where he sings about seeing a leprechaun because that's the whole movie And then in this movie, we have Lampy's really long I Saw a Dragon song, um, which I I do like that. I think that's one of the better songs in this this movie, Um, partially because they set up the song where he's so scared from seeing the dragon that he can't talk. He can't pronounce words. He's so drunk that he's bumbling. But then... A few like strings pluck, and then he starts going into almost like a patter song of just like I can, yeah. I know I saw a dragon. It was Snout, and but it was. Yeah,
1: I like it because beautiful. somebody smacks him on the back, and all of a sudden he could say all the words.
0: <laughs> well, look, say what you will, but Disney drunks look out for each other.
1: I was, you, how enabling was that? Like, that's super. It's just like you know what, except. Except there will be drunk relatives of yours. They're going to be very drunk. They're not going to understand. Just just bear with them for a little while. Maybe they'll come around. Yeah, <laughs> like, well, it's, it's like so enabling us to just be like, just accept you're going to have alcoholic uh, family members and just accept them. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and it's also weird. So I love using like IMDb facts for this podcast and... Um, a fun fact according to IMDb is that uh three of the uh two of the film stars Helen Reddy and Mickey Rooney and then one of the songwriters Al Kasha they all had alcoholic fathers. And that's just like a fun little fact right underneath like the original soundtrack has an extra song and that's fun. But yeah, alcoholism is really present in this movie but nothing really happens as a result of it. Almost the same as in Darby O'Gill and that Darby O'Gill is kind of like a schlub he's he drinks a lot and he has like a very confusingly young looking daughter that just helps him tuck him into bed and stuff and like is single for a confusing undetermined reason
1: (laughs) oh my gosh how about that barrel scene where she's just uh running on a barrel and then they start shooting off Oh, like, yeah. What? Like, okay, so that's probably the most confusing thing for me in the entire movie. <laughs> I don't know what's happening there. I want to feel uncomfortable about those barrels just, like, shooting off all of a sudden. Because she's like, whoa! Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, she's also like,
0: get away from me, drunks. But then she's like, I feel a song coming on.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: well, I think because... uh. It reminded me when I was in Belgium in college and I ordered a beer at a crappy tourist trap restaurant and like 45% of the glass was just foam and just like head. So that's my only thing is that they danced on these barrels so much that they exploded and caused a foam party of just beer. Can we also talk about how shitty the beer looked? It was like apple juice
1: yeah yeah it looked bad like but yeah it that moment was so weirdly sexual like when she's on those barrels and then Mm -hmm. they shoot off like that like it's like super sexual in a way that i can't get over now that i'm sure i was not thinking about as a kid but now i can't unsee it like i'm just like what because her face also when it shoots off and she's like whoa
0: yeah i was gonna say letitia what is sexual about a woman dancing on a barrel for a bunch of men and then exploding foam onto them while smiling
1: oh my gosh
0: point to the sexual part there uh (laughs) it's uh it's it's just like a a a wild ride and also so this wasn't supposed to be a musical they wrote the one song for Nora, the song where she sings like out to the ocean about her fallen or presumed dead uh, fiance. And then executives like that song so much. They're like, do you just want to put, put like nine more songs into everything?
1: That's why it's so long.
0: It definitely doesn't help.
1: They're just like, we have to fit all these songs in without actually taking out what we put in the original movie.
0: Mm hmm. I'm also really thrown off, and I don't know how you feel about this, that uh uh Elliot the Dragon doesn't talk. Yeah. Like, I I look at his character design, he looks cute. Um, I want him to talk, but all he does is like hum and go like bo bo bo.
1: Yeah. And it's
0: a thing where everybody can understand it and I'm like, I call it bullshit. Yeah. You can't understand him. That dude eats, like, 15 apples like they're pills? No way.
1: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And that part where he's just like, let me be kind, and you could have this one apple after I just ate, like, 15 apples. You, like, dirty, obviously starving child. I'm going to eat, like, 17 apples right in front of you. Well,
0: to be fair, Pete already did eat one. (laughs) (laughs) And then Elliot was very nice, and just, like, he heated up the apple
1: that's right
0: and then when when pete took a bite of it he's like that's delicious you're a good cook and like it looks like a rotten apple because like it 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 got burned too long it's like melting apart and uh It
1: it didn't even seem good i was just like okay what a hot apple now like all right fine
0: so is is um Pete's Dragon, is this a movie that when you revisited it, did you watch alone or did you tell your family like, hey, we're all watching a real treat tonight?
1: Okay, so when I first rewatched it, um, it was uh, someone I knew was streaming it on Twitch and they were watching. So I got to watch it then and they were like, oh my gosh. And, And then I showed my kid it. Which, by the way, he just for sure didn't finish the movie. Um, Understandable, <laughs> but um, uh, I spent a lo- like I spent a long time trying to point out things to him that he was just not—he was absolutely not interested in this movie. <laughs> like he was just like, "Oh, uh huh, look at that dragon." And once, like, he got used to the dragon, he was just like, "And I'm done."
0: Well cuz also the dragon we haven't mentioned that the dragon can turn invisible and so a lot of the movie the dragon's invisible. <laughs> yes! And that's not helpful. But does does your kid um like any other movies cuz uh Disney was kind of trying to replicate like Mary Poppins with this movie and it didn't really work out and mm-hmm. like I I'm pretty sure Freaky Friday the original one is around this time like is it the era, or is it? Do you think specifically Pete's Dragon? And how hurt are you that he didn't finish
1: it? <laughs> I'm not, uh, not hurt, not hurt. Although I, it, I'm surprised that I'm not more hurt that he doesn't ever want to finish Scrooge the musical with Albert Finney.
0: Oh, okay.
1: That's like one of my favorite movies. To ever exist. Um, but with this one, he's I mean, the the movies that he does like are like the opposite of this, where it's like the Lego movie, where it's just like literally action a hundred percent of the time. <laughs> like there's constant the action. Um and uh and lights and flashing and and,
0: and Chris Pratt.
1: <laughs> Chris Pratt.
0: <laughs> well, at least I will say like Lego movies like a good choice at least. It's not like you have to watch like bionicle movies or whatever. You gave me a look and hopefully uh he doesn't go through a bionicle phase, but ooh, that that'll be an intense one.
1: What does that mean?
0: So bionicle was uh I I didn't really go through a phase but I had friends that went through it and Bionicle are like they're basically Legos but they're these like creepy unnerving looking like alien robots like think think uh like Alien versus Predator like that kind of design and there's like a whole animated series I think there's like books that go with it. Whoa. It's very much like a oh I'm a boy In grade school. So I guess this is the thing that I like now. (laughs) Okay. So that's. That's Bionicle. um, But hopefully that. uh, (laughs) He avoids that. But I like. I think movies like this. Really work for. Kids that are just starting. To get screen time. Because. Things aren't moving fast, like it's not the bright, flashy lights, and you can kind of like step away. And they're just excited to be watching things and like hearing songs. So like, maybe maybe that's how you approach it. If you if you decide to, I don't know, pick up another one at the store. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Or if you decide to adopt one for fifty dollars plus a fifty cent uh, law fee, and then. Uh, have them tend your garden
1: yeah yeah that's fine <laughs>
0: <laughs> you heard it here first Letitia <laughs> says child labor is fine <laughs> uh, yeah I like I'm trying to think of what else because we've we've gone through a very rough overview of this movie but that's the weird thing about these types of Disney movies that A lot happens, but it's all pretty streamlined. It's just really stretched out.
1: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I did
0: mark the only time that I chuckled.
1: (laughs) Okay. Okay. I
0: chuckled once, and it was, um, Dr. Terminus is getting sick of uh, this town, the town of Passamaquoddy, and he... Uh, They're at the bar, and he mistakenly calls Passamaquoddy Pasafajul. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of (laughs) funny. I was like, oh, that's something. That's like something. Yeah. Yeah. We did it. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) We succeeded. Uh, Also, I think this movie on the original poster has one of my favorite taglines. Like, we used to play this game on the podcast, Guess the Tagline. And. Like, if you're an... Because you're an improviser. If you want to try to guess the tagline for Pete's Dragon, you're welcome to. But also, there's no way you're going to get it.
1: Uh. Uh. A boy with an unseen friend (laughs) destroys the town. That's,
0: like, honestly... Like, before, like, uh taglines were good that was definitely that would definitely be a contender but i'm so sorry the answer was brazzle dazzle brilliance
1: oh what <laughs> after the one song all the way at the end
0: yes yeah, so okay so i did learn that the song brazzle dazzle day and i i feel weird saying that brazzle dazzle day it was supposed to be a completely different scene where uh Pete is learning to like polish brass and it's like this whole song with Nora where she tries to teach him to like look on the bright side but then uh, they scrapped that but they already had this song so it's just this song that both of the, both of them just say brazzle dazzle day and yeah. it uh, it doesn't really track um and the only quote that i wrote down from this movie is in that song where Mickey Rooney says When your job becomes a frolic, you'll become a brassaholic. That's the only reference to, like, brass and polishing in that song. And it comes out of nowhere, and then they go to the top of the lighthouse. Oh, yeah, they live in a lighthouse. We forgot to mention. Um, They go to the top of a lighthouse, and then they do, like, this weird bit where they, like, uh, breathe on the glass and then wipe it away. And that's, like, a fun game that they play.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's right.
0: (laughs) It's cool stuff. Um,
1: Also, Lampy, because he works, he lives at the Lighthouse.
0: Yeah, he's a classic Willem Dafoe in the Lighthouse. (laughs) We just did get a scene of him jacking it.
1: (laughs) Also, Brassaholic. Uh, Just more references to being an alcoholic.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like I guess they're kind of trying to imply that now that uh Lampy has purpose in his life or like he has a child to look after now, uh he doesn't need to drink maybe? I don't know if that's what they're getting at. Also, is Lampy Pete's dad or granddad or uncle? What? I don't that don't Lampy word of advice people difficult. don't don't try to raise a a child with your dad it'll be confusing <laughs> oh or like you know what no no, no. it's that. it's one thing to raise a child with your dad i realize that but like don't don't like adopt a child with your dad i think that's more that's more the yeah. goal
1: yeah that really didn't i really didn't process that until just now oh my gosh that's super weird
0: so am i just ruining this movie for you
1: no this is great
0: okay for <laughs> That's a relief The Uh, good
1: thing about this movie is All the things that I like about it Are not I don't feel I don't feel attached to them Emotionally I feel more like Like yeah This is
0: (laughs) I appreciate this It's also so like it's a really interesting movie Just production wise because uh, This was originally Conceived as like a two part Movie Uh, That was going to air as part of like the wonderful world of Disney, that like old show. And it was going to, they had the idea for it in 1958, but just kept getting pushed back. Um, This was also the first uh, Disney production with animation that didn't feature any of the nine old men, like the original animators at Disney. Uh, Also, I don't know if this uh, intrigues you. This is uh, the last project that um, animator Don Bluth uh, did for the Disney company. Like, before he went off and did all of his kind of more intense, uh, darker stuff. I think for Fox or Universal. I forget who.
1: Okay. Wait, what did he do?
0: So, Don Bluth, uh, he is most famous for such hits as uh, The Secret of Nymph. He did An American Uh Tale uh he did the Land Before Time, Anastasia.
1: Oh so
0: those those ones where they're a little bit darker, but they still kind of feel like they might have been Disney movies at some point. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And Land Before Time, that's there's like 18 of them, right?
0: There's so many of them. Uh yeah, there's a lot of them. I remember
1: the commercials for them when I was little. And just being like, what, like when I was little, like twenty, like, like thirty years ago, I, I think I remember seeing one for like the sixth or seventh one.
0: (laughs) Yeah, actually, I think come to think of it, I think um, the Lambo for a time was the first time as a kid that I was like, I was like kind of snarky. I was like, oh man, they just keep pumping out. Right, (laughs) I've never seen one. But just seeing the giant row of them at Blockbuster where it was like Land Before Time, 9, 10, 11. I'm like, yeah. come on, can't Hollywood can't come up with any new ideas.
1: Yeah. And it yeah. turns
0: out, no. Yeah. But so that's okay. Um, I'm okay with that. <laughs> um, But here, uh, I'm trying to look at my notes to see if there's anything I missed. Is there anything that uh we didn't bring up yet? Because I feel like, we must be missing something, but also at the same time, like uh, this. This is a movie where not a lot happens, but also yeah. so many things happen.
1: Right, right. Uh, like there. I wish that I had like a list of all the things that um that he accidentally calls Pasmaquati. Um, oh, that's Passama good. Daddy, there's like daddy McQuas, like it was yeah
0: quapa Quapi, just yeah, just, yeah.
1: <laughs> that's probably my favorite like run like run through of a thing is just like the list of wrong names that he gives uh because he's getting so frustrated it's probably my favorite part like he gets he messes it up so bad but he's getting so frustrated mm-hmm. within that time that he just keeps messing up even worse and it's just like I feel like if I just saw that, I'd be happy. Like I wouldn't need to watch th- the
0: rest I, of the movie. I I agree with that. I think like that whole song is fun because it also features one of my favorite thing, which is a large crowd screaming something in unison. because yeah. they all because they all go Passamaquoddy! Like <laughs> oh yeah yeah yeah, and that's just like my favorite thing. I love it, and like it's it also it's it's just like the Simpsons like monorail song. And I guess like, it, just like all the stuff in like Music Man, uh, where it's like, this caused a problem. And then this uh, slick talking guy is like, no, it didn't. Like this lady's like, I took your diet pills and I got fat. And he says, there's more to love of you now. And she goes, oh, okay.
1: Yeah. yeah. Her face. She was like, oh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> also apologies for saying Bye Bye Birdie a half an hour ago instead of Music Man. In my head, they're the same musical because it's like, oh, the high school around the corner is doing it again. Yes. <laughs> That's, like, yeah. Can we yeah. recruit the one, uh, like non musical theater kid to be Birdie because none of these boys that we have in the cast can pull it off? <laughs> that didn't happen to me. Don't worry, everybody.
1: <laughs>
0: uh. <laughs> But yeah, that's. Th- I think that's kind of everything that I had. Like, uh, uh, but so I guess like let's let's go into rating it. So uh, on the show, we rate everything on a scale of zero to five. You can be as, uh, specific and minute with your decimal place uh, as you like. So, Letitia, what what would you give? Uh, Pete's Dragon.
1: So, uh, just based on the villain, uh, duo. I'm going to give it, like, like a, like a, between a 3.9 and a 4.1. So, four? That's, that's actually what that is. I mean, yeah. four. I mean, four. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I'm going to go lower, <laughs> which is totally fine. We all, we all have, uh, our own opinions. So I'm giving this uh, a 2.212. Um, <laughs> I think, like, it's it's not outright terrible. It's not egregious. But uh, it, it it's not a great movie. Like, <laughs> no. I think if I had seen one of those shorter cuts that we mentioned, I think I would probably have ranked it higher. But, like, you can feel them stretching for time and it's so long so why are you stretching for
1: time right right.
0: Um, but crunching the numbers together we're giving Pete's Dragon a combined score of 3.106 which puts it right in between the boss baby and sky high which I don't know how to feel about that but okay wow (laughs)
1: <laughs> i've never seen sky high
0: sky high is delightful uh and if you hey if you like uh pete's dragon according to our rankings it's slightly better than sky high so there you go uh, but Letitia, thank you so much for coming on and letting me uh shit on a movie that meant a lot to you from your childhood <laughs> um so uh, you know, you know you and I uh, perform together with the N crowd, which is a short form uh, improv team here in Philadelphia. Uh, and we're also on tr- Twitch. but uh, wh- what else would you like to plug today?
1: Yes, uh, I uh, I stream on Twitch. My name is Letitia, like Patricia because that's the way you pronounce it. And um, and every Thursday I stream, Every Thursday at 6.30 Eastern Standard Time, I stream the, uh, one of the classes that I teach called Creative Voice. And I have people, just different, different artists from different backgrounds, just go on and we talk about things. And I help them be more authentic without telling them what the fuck to do.
0: <laughs> I love it. Um, and I wish that I knew that was your Twitch name before I met you. Because the first time I met you, I called you Leticia. <laughs> and I still feel bad about it. Okay. um but as always you know rate and review us uh wherever you listen to podcasts and uh you know share tell a friend tell a friend hey they finally got a li- uh letitia on so you should listen now um uh, but <laughs> that is all for today we will hear you in a fortnight and go go gadget and show